What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media, at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan, you mentioned that you saw a cute little children's series uh, on Netflix. <laughs> I don't think I ever described it as cute and little. It was implied. Uh, oh. It was called Lost Ollie. Yeah. Uh, and it is called Lost Ollie. And it's four episodes, uh, all less than an hour. Um, Toy Story, it ain't. Although, in many ways, Toy Story, it is. It, it, to a degree, sure. Um, for, first, let's be clear. Toy Story 4 made me cry twice. Once at the beginning of the movie and once at the end of the movie. Um, because all the feels. Uh, Lost Ollie has lots of feels in it. Uh, but it is also the darkest parts of Toy Story taken to the dark degree. Yeah. Um, it is about a, a patchwork rabbit who wakes up in a box in a thrift store and doesn't remember where he is or how he got there. Uh, but he starts to remember Billy, his boy. Uh, and so the series is his efforts to escape the thrift store and find his way home to Billy. But he doesn't remember where he is or why he's gone or what happened. So we get glimpses of his life all through the series. And he's being helped by Zozo the Clown. Um, <laughs> always a creepy. Um, and, and, and yeah. Um, this is a messed up show, man. Uh, I think it's... I, I mean, I don't know that I would describe it as that. Um, I, I, I think that... Um, so uh, I, I did I did some interviews for this one, and um, I may have made uh, Gina cry. Um, and uh, Gina but, Rodriguez he, plays Billy's mom. Yeah, Gina, he, Billy's mom. Um, so here's the thing: um, I, I think if it, this is this is a, a show that is in part about the trauma of abandonment um, from the toys' perspective. Mm-hmm. It is the trauma of losing a parent as a young person um, from Billy's perspective. Um, it is about that rush to grow old um, due to social pressure mm-hmm. um, and really how maybe we should just be allowed to grow old naturally. Grow up. Grow up. I, I, Let's I not grow old. Let's say grow up. All right. Grow up. Grow up. Uh, but, but even then, I mean, it's almost like the kids, you know, the what what Billy is dealing with is more grown up than a lot of what his peers who see him as um, immature. He's he's dealing with stuff that's real, whereas they are they're all uh, existing in this the fantasy world of a childhood that that has gone uninterrupted. Yeah. Um, so, but for me, you know, having lost my father at a young age, um, having 
I had t- two stuffed animals that uh, both were connected to my father that I had next to my bed for the better part of the next decade or, or whatnot. Um, you know, throughout my teenage years into my when I went to college, they still stayed in my room and they were they were there. But um, so for me, I connected a lot with the story. Uh, I, I knew about the the lost toy aspect. I didn't realize uh, the the Billy part of the story and and the um, which which to me was was a, a lot harder to emotionally deal with because I, I connected with Billy in ways that I, I never expected to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so I mean, it is kind of a two-part story in that the, the toy is lost, but the toy is also being looked for. But the toy doesn't know that it's being... I mean, there's there's really this this uh, interesting things that they're doing. Uh, Zozo the Clown gets probably the most um, where you get to see the emotional weight of being rejected mm-hmm. or forgotten or set aside um, by somebody you loved. Like it was this, you know, Zozo's relationship with, with his owner was, that was his entire world. Um, even after that person was gone, it's his entire world. Um, and I thought that that was fascinating. That's where things I think get a little darker than, than Toy Story because, you know, Toy yeah. Story you have you have ownership and you have connection um but but toy story also suggests suggests that oh but the toys will move on to the next person who loves them um what if there is no which next is, person yeah that's and that's what the, partially what this film it, it, it dives into is is to you know for most toys if they were real the one person loves them and then they're set aside and that that's their, that's their entire existence and they get forgotten um, and maybe they're part of fond memories and, and whatnot. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot going on in these four episodes. But I, 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 you know, even at its darkest, I don't think it's it's still to me no darker than a lot of the films that I saw when I was a kid, like uh, you know, Dark Crystal or Secret of Nim. Uh, no, or Nim, I, think Nim, I think Nim is still the freaking gold standard for childhood trauma. But you know what? I mean, I, I. Like I, after watching Lost Dolly, I went back and I did. I, did, I watched Watership Down and I watched uh, Secret of Nim, and and the part of the reason was is because those were important movies to me as a kid, mm-hmm. um, because what I needed uh, when I you know when I lost my father, I needed films that were a little more real mm-hmm. about things. Um, Secret of Nim is probably the one that's the most uh, relatable. I mean, Watership Down is kind of it's a little more out there and right. it's rabbits and it's whatever, but secret of Nim, you know, you have the death of a, uh, a father and, uh, kind of the repercussions as it echoes in, in his children's lives and his, his wife's life as, as you know, he's gone. Um, but those movies were so incredibly important to me as a kid, because those are the movies that helped me get through the garbage that life was throwing at me. Um, and so I think, you know, yes, are they dark? Absolutely. Um, but I think we need to understand that that for a lot of kids, reality is pretty dark. Um, and I think this this film has a beautiful uh, final message. I think it actually has a beautiful message throughout. Um, I think that um, you know I I I I really connected with it. I I, I love this movie a lot. Um, I love the performances. I love uh, the animation. This is this is uh, you know live action with digital animation. Uh, this is this is 
I mean, it's 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 magical to a certain mm-hmm. degree, and sometimes the magic tricks are a little darker than, uh, you know. I mean, in that last episode, there's a moment where I went, "Oh my gosh, whoa!" Yeah, and then I thought, "Okay, well, am I surprised that they went there a little bit?" But does it work? And it's like, well, yeah, actually, yes. I mean, how else does this play out? Um, you know, and, and again, it has a lot to do with trauma and, and being left behind and, and not knowing how to define yourself with, when your whole life has been defined by the person you're with sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, I think, you know, I think we can't lose sight of the fact that a lot of the, the films that we loved as kids were a little rougher than I think than, than, than we remember. I mean, E.T. is not exactly the, uh, you know, I mean, you've got a single mother, uh somewhat dysfunctional family in et i mean you know a lot of the films that we look back on um with a lot of love that impacted our lives um did have their darker moments um most of them figured their way out of those dark darker moments but i mean actually you know looking back on et there's some horrific stuff in et um the whole you know E.T. dies? Also, I mean, they're dying in beds next to each other. And I mean, it's it's it should have been. Well, I mean, I, I guess in our heart in our heads, it's like, well, that's really traumatic and that's horrible. But, you know, when I saw that, because that would have been what, 1982. Yeah. Um, you know, I would have seen my father in a similar position in 1983 um, and having already been to that moment in a way. Uh, inevitably helped me in that moment uh, when I had to go through it. So, I mean, I, I, I think a little darkness in, in children's family films is, is um, appropriate. Uh, and, and not every film, it doesn't fit every film. Not, I'm not saying every film has to do that, but no. I think a lot of the things that we love do take us to emotional places where we are a lot more vulnerable. Um, and that's part of what makes them good. Um, and, oh. and for me, uh, you know, Lost Dolly from start to finish was something that I related to maybe a little too much at times. Um, but I was completely entranced. And, and, and you know, I, I started seeing narrative through the eyes of the different characters and how, you know, how it would be different if it was Zozo's story. or And, and, and in a way, he does get to have his yeah. version. Uh, he, he, you know, he does. You get to see at least aspects of what he remembers and that sort of thing. So you, everyone gets a, a good representation, um, even if it's mostly about Billy and and Ollie. Yeah, the um, the uh, it did. I mean, you, you you suspend the fact that the toys are running around, like sometimes down hallways full of people. Sure. Um, and you know, you buy that. We've seen Toy Story. You know, people are busy. You know, people see what they want to see, and that's fine. You you have to admit that at the end, it goes like full supernatural dark. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, for a moment. For, yeah, for a moment where it's like, oh... He has a message. It's like, it's like okay. Now, now you've crossed that boundary between, oh, we love our toys, you know, and this whole thing is like a metaphor for you know, trauma and abandonment and but but, but, but love was, and stuff. But then you get to the end and you're like, well, that that just kind of took a sinister turn. Well, I, I think <laughs> life. I think life. There is. I mean, uh, um, you know, I mean, part of this story is Billy being bullied and. Um, you know, I look back at my childhood. I, I wasn't bullied by classmates, but I, I certainly felt bullied by life. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, I, I guess for me, the, the, the dark places that it does go, uh, in the, particularly in the final chapter, mm-hmm. um, didn't feel excessively dark because compared to what real experiences I went through as a kid, this was, that was kind of a, Oh, okay. You know? Um, and I, I love the way it's done because, um, the, the animation and, and the, you know, it's, it's how I would have liked to imagine life <laughs> right. to a certain degree. And, and that includes the dark moments as a, as a kid, I would have, um, you know, particularly after my father's death, I, I would have included, uh, you know the the dark turns because that was the way I understood life, um, and I and this understanding that life isn't fair and not everything gets explained to you and and while as an audience we kind of get a better picture of of the whole narrative, um, Zozo doesn't have the you know or isn't given that opportunity to see everything, um, and and he probably wouldn't be able to see it if it was put in front of him because that that's kind of who the character he's become um yep. he's 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 allowed the the weight to kind of get on him and uh it's it's you know he's been carrying it forever and it's become a part of him yeah so yeah it, it yeah i mean i i did my jaw drop a little bit in them yeah yeah right but, but don't let uh, don't let your little little kids watch this well i mean not yeah, little little I, kids well, like three-year-olds? Yeah, I, no, I don't, don't know. I mean, I, you know your kids better than, than, than I do, but I mean, you know, I would have been watching... This is... I mean, I saw... Like, how old would I have been for E.T.? Like six? <laughs> um, I would... You know, I mean... So, I guess it's relative. Right. But for me, my education, um, you know, what prepared me for the life, and uh, and no one would have predicted that, uh, you know, that my father would die, but... Uh, that a lot of cinema helped me to when those things happened. Um, you know, I had seen movies, I had seen things, you know, that where, uh, it may not lined up exactly, but it lined up enough that I could, I could, uh, recast myself as Elliot or I could recast myself as Luke Skywalker or I could, you know, I mean, it, and, and there's a lot of, a lot of stories about abandoned children or, or children who, uh, you know, are, are what secondary characters right. in their own worlds. Um, so I'm, I'm, I guess I, I, you know, your kids, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't have an issue 
if if the kid was like me, and I don't know how we judge that, but the kid was like me, I mean, I could have watched that when I was five, and um, but I would have been prepared for it at that point because. You know, I'd seen Empire Strikes Back. I had seen, but, yeah. you know, all okay. these other films. Don't let your little that... little kids watch it alone. Yeah. Okay. Watch it um, with them. <laughs> How about that? But so you're there for, when they yeah. need you because they're going to yeah, need well, you at no, some point. Sure, sure. And, and and it's true that, I mean, it's a, it's a really interesting conversation that I have with people because they want to know when is too soon to take a kid to the theater. And like, I, I don't know because I saw the Muppet movie and I would have been was that 78 you know so i was like two or three years old and and that's i mean that's when i started seeing movies um but i didn't have really the option to be watching movies at home and so it's kind of a different world and free pg-13 era so i ended up seeing stuff that you know that my mother had it been a decade later would never have taken me to see because oh that's pg-13 we're not going to take ryan to see indiana jones right uh you know or whatnot so um Gosh, it's an interesting conversation there that I don't have answers for. But but nonetheless, <laughs> I, I, I really like Lost Ollie. I, I understand that there are going to be some people who think, yeah, it's a little too edgy or a little too dark. Um, but I think it's it, the magic of it's still really quite beautiful. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Mama, um, the, the mother we see in flashbacks is just a phenomenal uh, character. Um, who, whose lasting influence on her son exists well beyond you know her life. Yeah, um, and it, it her 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 moments in his life echo throughout his life entirely. Yep. You know, he, he may lose her young, but she's always uh, a presence in 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 him. Um, and I think that's that's really beautiful. Um, so I'm a I'm a real big fan of this, but with the understanding that some people. I think it's just too, too much. Dark, I guess too, too much, much. Maybe I don't know, but I just I, I'm I'm not one of those people. I I think that they, um, I think they did a, a pretty good job. There's a book apparently that this is based on that I have to track down and, and give it a read to kind of see how how that is. But uh, I I, I I'm. You know, and well, I should point out this was produced by some of the guys who did Stranger Things. So, if you're, you know, this this yeah. this could almost be a Stranger Things for a little younger audience. That's yeah, um, I, I'll allow it. So, <laughs> allow, you know, I mean, it. Stranger Things is probably you know a teenage thing, whereas this you could get away with whatever the next step down is. I think. Yeah, there you go. So that yeah, that's Lost Ollie, limited series on Netflix. Uh, it's definitely worth watching, but. As Ryan said, you know your kids better than we do, yeah. so take that yeah. into account. Maybe watch the first episode and make your choice there. Uh, although sure. the first episode is not the darkest. No, well, and it's not the best either. Um, I think it, it gets better as you go along because oh, yeah. there's more context. Oh, yeah. There's more yeah. context. So that, that first episode, you might get to the end of and you might be a little I don't know, I'm not really sure about this, but but you know, I think once you make it at least into the second, you, you'll get a really good um, understanding of, of where it's going and what it's about. And... Yep, hundred percent, absolutely. Uh, so that's it. That is Lost Ollie on Netflix. Uh, Ryan and I are going to be back talking about more movies. We've got lots of movies coming up. Uh, we're getting out of the summer doldrums and into the fall release season, which is going to be great. Some good stuff coming. We'll be happy to talk about it with you. Uh, but until we come back. 
Don't forget, you get all of my written reviews on the website, vsmoviepodcast.com. I link to Ryan's reviews when he reviews the same movies I do. Uh, and, of course, you get this stuff wherever you listen to podcasts. That's great. So follow us on Twitter at vsmoviepodcast. And until next time, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. And we'll talk to you all later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.